0: This is Sheila Jackson, founder of Eve's Lime Productions. For the last decade, I've been uncovering the stories of Black women in rock. And while the goal is to bring those stories to you in film, this is a subject that warrants multiple platforms. So welcome to Five Pounds of Rock a podcast that showcases unique bold black women from around the globe who have been called to rock music and the rock life in our first three episodes you'll get to know our host star colors star is a badass bass player from the p-funk dynasty i chose star to host this project because she's passionate we have a mission to stand up and let the world
1: know the, the significance of what we do, why we do it, and because it's an, a calling to do. She's unapologetic. I was so rebellious just by nature. I'm coming in with a bass guitar, I'm looking at the bass players like, well, I'll kick your ass, but I have respect for you and I'm going to come in here and learn all these 3,000 volumes of songs and music and I'm going to come in here and play my ass off and not fuck one of you assholes. And make my way through. That's exactly what I did to the point where I just moved myself on out by becoming my own artist and opening for them.
0: And she's got loads of great stories about your favorite artist. He smells divine,
1: okay? It's freezing out, mind you. He walks in the door. He's holding all the notes that I wrote him on his car, and he's reading my notes. He's going, Dear Prince, I drove 17,000 miles to give you my demo tape, peace and love, star colors. Now I'm
0: mortified. How did you meet George? I know it comes from, you know, the story of Prince, which I would love for you to to share because that's that's just one of those incredible true stories.
1: Before I was hired by George Clinton, in the Parliament Funkadelic, I was with his label signee, Prince and his Paisley Park label had signed George Clinton. By the time he hired me, George was signed to Prince in the early nineties. So when I was hired by George in 92, it was about a year or two after I first encountered Prince. But before that, I am in college in Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. This is like 1988, 89, and i'm a prince fanatic prince is god to me i understand parliament Funkadelic, and who they are but they're older and i was really my my heyday my teenage years was prince time you know so he was god to me and by the time after purple rain and all that stuff he bought uh, his paisley park complex and the warehouse and he was, you know, slowly had opened it up to start signing acts. Well, <laughs> I'm going to Paisley Park with my mentor. So I sent demo tapes and demo packages and got little rejection letters that said no, you know, the standard rejection letters that uh, record companies used to give you. And um, I didn't hear that. I said, I'm not hearing that. So I decided I was going to go home to Philadelphia and tell my dad, don't give me anything for Christmas, dad. Just give me $500. I'ma go drive back to school with Pittsburgh. We're gonna drive from Pittsburgh to Minneapolis. I'ma go to Paisley Park and get a record deal with Prince, all right? So he was like, all right, here's the money. Don't sign nothing till you get with me, be careful. So I go back, Pittsburgh, get with my roommate, Armand little Italian brother, and we drive in a snowstorm (laughs) in December, high on speed to (laughs) Minneapolis. We got pulled by a tractor trailer truck because the snowstorm was that bad. And we in the little itty bitty car, right? We get this is freaking freezing. It's like 20 below zero. And we don't have money for anything but a boarding room at University of Minnesota's campus. So I get a boarding room, we get some food, and then we hike out the next day to go find Paisley Park. Well, first of all, I had his house address because I'm crazy like that. So I had called his horn players, Eric Lees and Matt Bliston, who went to Duquesne University, where I was in school at. I called them, got the information, became friends. Pen pals was sending them demo tapes and it was like, give it to Prince. Give it to Prince. They were like, all right. They never did. So I was pissed. So I said, "Fucking, We're going to drive up there. So when I get there, I go to his house. He has a big, huge purple windmill in the backyard, lit up like Hollywood in the middle of Excelsior, Minnesota, y'all. Okay. I mean, who has a purple <laughs> windmill? Okay. So I'm like, this gotta be his house, right? Pull up big guard gate, black gates and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know I can't come in, but take this package anyway. My name is Star Colors and I drove 17,000 miles to give Prince my demo tape. So he said, listen, honey, Paisley Park is around the corner up the street and down the hill. If you go around, I said, oh, cool. So I go, we find Paisley Park. So the gates are open. (laughs) So we drive into the gates and Prince had BMW cars. He had a yellow one, he had a purple one, he had a black one. So I knew his cars. Remember, I'm a Prince disciple. Okay. (laughs) So, he had his car parked down in front of the door of Paisley Park. So I wrote these notes, Dear Prince, I drove 17,000 miles to give you my demo tape, peace and love, star colors, and would open his car door and put it in the seat, lift up the windshield, leave it on the windshield wipers, all this crazy stuff. So I would get kicked out the parking lot, right? So finally, I call up Eric and Madam, I'm like, look, y'all, I'm here in Minneapolis, okay? Let me in. They're like, what? You're here? Well, Miles Davis is with Prince doing some kind of concert recording, but after that, we'll let you in. I'm like, all right, fine. So finally, after the Miles Davis uh, recording is over, I finally get into Paisley Park. I have a bass guitar on my shoulder, a big ski jacket, because it's freaking freezing, a bag full of cassette tapes, and a little bit of makeup, because my mother said, don't go meet Prince without makeup. So, okay. (laughs) Of course. You're right, of course. So, after my father screams about, don't sign anything until you give it to me. Okay. So I'm walking through Paisley park and it's like, oh, 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 oh. I mean, you know, <laughs> like heaven, right? Like you, I'm seriously like,
0: yeah. The pearly gates
1: were open. Incredible. So I go up to the wardrobe room. I'm like, wow. Wow finally here he comes with fargnoli steve fargnoli the manager from purple rain he's still with him so he sees me we bang into each other almost knock him down bam so (laughs) steve looks he goes oh you're eric's little friend from duquesne oh yeah go ahead honey you're the little bass player right well go ahead you can talk to him for a few minutes he goes in a room and leaves me and prince standing there staring at each other prince is staring at me like he's looking in a mirror but a mirror that's taller than him and he's tripping because i have a bass guitar on my shoulder i'm taller than him i remind him of apollonian vanity but i'm scary because i got a bass on so he's looking at me like he wants to hit on me but he's scared but he's intrigued and he's tripping like how did i get in all at the same time right i'm looking at him like look man you're gonna take this demo tape right now so i'm shoving he, he puts out his hand to shake my hand and he doesn't let go like a psycho he doesn't let go y'all so i'm like okay cool you're gonna play this game i start handing him my demo tape shoving it like in his hand like you hey i drove seventeen thousand miles to give you my demo tape you're gonna take this tape right now so he's like uh look This is how they do things here. You have to give it upstairs to Alan Leeds. I said, fuck that. I have given these demo tapes and got the little letter. I'm giving it to you. So he was like, I said, I'm from Philadelphia. All right, I didn't come all the way out here to hear that shit. So he's like, oh, okay. Well, listen, this is what you do. You go upstairs to Alan Leeds office and you tell him that if I don't get your demo tape tonight, I'm gonna kick somebody's motherfucking ass. I said, <laughs> "Bet." I snatched the demo tape, snatch, ran up the steps. He's still standing there, staring at me like, "What just happened? What is going on? Who is this?" So I break into Alan Lee's office. Mister Leeds, Prince said, "If he don't get this demo tape tonight, he's gonna kick somebody's motherfucking ass." So he he goes, "Oh." Come on in, honey, sit down. (laughs) He opens his top desk drawer and in the top desk drawer are all my little rejected demo tapes. He says, oh, is this you, honey? I said, what? Yeah, that's me. He said, oh, we didn't know who you were. He'll get it tonight. Come on, sit down, let's talk. I get an invitation to come back to Paisley Park the next night at 1030 with my bass to audition with Prince and the current new power generation who's recording the Love Sexy album. I get there, he's late. Everybody else is in the playroom on the glass side of the Studio A. Levi Caesar, Dr. Fink, Sheila Escovito, uh, uh, Cat Glover, Miko Weaver, the, the engineers and them, Susan Rogers and all them. So they send me into the playroom of Studio A, on the other side of the glass, I'm in there by myself, kneeling down with my base, the the texts have just souped up my base. I can't believe that Princess Green walk in the door. What have I done? Oh my God, here he comes. Finally, he walks in the door, he's head to toe, black and white polka dot, boots, shoes, jacket, scarf. He smells divine, okay? It's freezing (laughs) out, mind you. He walks in the door, He's holding all the notes that I wrote him on his car and he's reading my notes. He's going, Dear Prince, I drove 17,000 miles to give you my demo tape. Peace and love, star colors. Now I'm mortified because he actually got the damn notes that I left all over his car. So he starts walking around me in a circle, in a circle, girl, like a psychopath. He starts walking around me in a circle. And this is what he's saying Damn, a girl bass player. Ooh, yeah. I ain't never seen a girl bass player. Wow. Then he looks through the glass at my roommate, Armand, and says, Is that your boyfriend? Then he looks back to me, he starts walking around the circle again. Yeah, you know, I'm hard on my musicians. I ain't never had no female play bass. I don't know if a girl can play bass. Then he looks back through the glass and says, are you sleeping with him? Then he turns back and starts walking (laughs) back around me in the circle. Yeah, you know, I expect a girl to be able to hang with my musicians and if you are gonna be a girl and play bass and you know, I'm real hard on musicians. Then he looks back through the glass and says, are you living with him? Now I'm sick of the psycho Gemini shit, sorry. <laughs> and I get up, I stand up, take my bass. Now I back him into the wall of the playroom. He looks up at me with these eyes. And I said, look, man, did you listen to the demo tape or what? Okay, I don't have time for this shit. He says, looking up at me with these eyes, okay, yes, I listened to your demo tape i think you have a lot of talent i think you have a lot of potential i want to work with you now he looked at me picked up his guitar put it on and said it's in b flat let's go and just started playing i put my bass on i started playing sheila e comes and she sits down behind the drum she starts playing Dr. Fink comes in on the keyboard. He starts playing. Now I'm sitting here playing with my heroes of Prince and the new power generation. I'm tripping. I'm like 18, 19 years old. I can't even drink yet. And I'm playing with my heroes, but Prince is losing it. Sheila's cheering me on and Fink is like, oh, great. Yeah. She sounds good. She was like, just like with me. You sound awesome. Awesome. Prince is tripping. He's dancing around. He's going in and out on his knees. He's like what? What a girl playing bass? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, he's just you understand he's just tripping, ducking in and out of my legs up in my face. He's just tripping. I'm still playing. He can't believe it. I'm still playing. I start playing some other shit. Now he's blown away, right? in comes a tech while we're jamming and says prince miles davis is stuck at the airport he needs you prince says oh takes his guitar throws it up in the air the tech comes out of nowhere catches the shit before it drops on the floor prince runs out sheila runs out fink runs out i'm standing against the wall like oh my god what just happened (laughs) Sheila and fink come back in and says well come on we can keep playing prince said for us to keep playing we keep playing. Then Sheila says, come on, sit down, let's talk. So me and her go out in the room. We go sit down and talk. We talk about being female musicians and how rare it is and how deep it is for us. And she was telling me about shoes and shit to wear and all this shit. And then she says, you know what? Everybody's blown away by what you did. She said, I've never... I could never do what you did in here tonight. She said, I've never had to audition before in my life because I'm an Escovito. I always got the gig for my father or uncles and them, and I've never had to audition. She said, I could have never did what you did in here tonight. And everybody's blown away, especially Prince. He's going to call you in the morning. So I get a phone call the next morning at the boarding house. Finally, uh, an assistant says, stay by the phone. He's going to call you. I said, all right. Finally, he gets on the phone. "Hello." hi, this is Prince. I go, oh, hi, listen, thank you so much again. Oh, thank you. I want to thank you for auditioning uh, with me and I think that you have a lot of talent and I definitely uh, want to work with you. He said, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but you can stay with me while I finish Love Sexy and then we go on the road and then we can get to your project, but I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Now, mind you, I am young, but I'm not st- stupid to him. And his women. So I didn't want to be one of his women on the side. You understand? So I said, I'm going to go back to school and finish. And then when you finish Love Sexy, you know, come get me. We'll get together. He's like, All right, I'm going to remember you. And, you know, I'm not going to forget you. And you take care. And blah, blah, blah. So we say goodbye. Flash forward about a year and a half, to later to when George and them hire me. I Tell George, which I got hired on the East Coast from Philadelphia, New York, and DC, me being invited to a series of shows with them that started in Philadelphia, where I'm from, to New York, to DC, where I was finally hired with a written contract that I made them write because I had already heard about treatment of women and I knew I was a musician. So being sure my was special. But when I told George about my Prince story, he was signed to Paisley Park. So he said, look, we're going back there. So he's going to see you. I said, George, I don't know if he's going to remember me or not. But he said, girl, are you crazy? Of course, he's going to remember you. A a girl that broke into his complex with a bass on and jammed with him. He's going to not forget. I said, all right. We come back from our P-Funk, my P-Funk first tour in Europe for about three weeks. We come back to the States and we go to Minneapolis for a Paisley Park event for all of the Paisley Park artists, which included George Clinton. So the entire P-Funk, of course, we're all there and all the people in Prince's camp loves P-Funk. So it's a big, you know, P-Funk's in that building. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now I'm still wondering what's going to happen. Right. So finally Prince and George see each other. Hey man. Hey George. Hey Prince, how you doing? Prince looks over at George's shoulder and goes, Star, Star Colors? What are you doing here with Prince and them? What are you doing with George and them? What are you doing here with them? Everybody in the P-Funk stares at me and goes, how the hell does Prince know you? George (laughs) Clinton is the only one who says, she Funkadelic, she Funkadelic, you can't have her. You can't have her, she Funkadelic. Come on, come on, baby. She Funkadelic, you can't have her. Now, George, Prince is tripping. The band is tripping. Funkadelic storming through. So, all through this uh, weekend while we're there, Prince is trying to get me to sit down with him and his people. And George is telling him, No, you can't have her. So, he comes out on the road while P Funk, while we're touring in Europe and certain places in the States. They would be like, Oh, Prince is here again. He's tripping. And he pursued me uh, to leave the P Funk and go to him but george clinton and the p-funk is like the mafia they do not let go (laughs) you do not get out and um so i there i was not allowed to uh go work with him and it was crazy but um that's my introduction to (laughs) the industry
0: thanks for listening to five pounds of rock with star colors Five Pounds of Rock is a production of Eve's Lime. For more information, visit Eadelime.com or blackwomeninrock.com. Yeah.